From New York City, it's the Train With The Best podcast. I am Craig Hoffman, sitting at WeWork on Broadway, downtown Manhattan, with the oldest brother and CEO of Key2 Life Incorporated, the makers of Super Coffee. No, this is not the ad. This is the actual <laughs> podcast. We've been waiting to do this forever. Jimmy DeSico is here. What's up, bro? Welcome to New York, brother. Glad to have you up here. Yeah, I'm glad that we can make this happen on my, my trip up here. Uh, yes, a business trip in a lot of ways mm -hmm. and uh, is adding this to it. Um, now, we have been partners for, uh, has it been over a year now that we've almost been working two. together? Almost two. It's been two almost years, two. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, you guys were really on the ground floor with us. In a lot of ways, we were on the ground floor with you and appreciate the partnership. We've been partners for almost two years, ground floor, and um, one of the things that was so cool to us is your guys' story. And we tell that story in our ad in like a 30-second version every single week uh, with using the other 30 seconds to make sure people go to drinksupercoffee.com and use our code and Let's go. Uh, buy some coffee and some creamer. And we also have some other exciting things to talk about uh, that they can buy very, very soon. But I wanted to get into like the actual story. The, the real longer version of the story with with some more detail so it's yeah. you know your youngest brother he you know the, the, as we say in, in the ad copy like he's tired he's tired of the other drinks but like we were all tired in college why did he decide to go into his kitchen and really start like mixing stuff up and how did the idea for the mct oils and the protein like how did that make its way into the, the first batch of super coffee yeah, no, and it, I think um, part of the reason why this partnership with you guys has been so fruitful is, is given our background as athletes, right? And I think that's why, why we hit it off from the beginning. And um, we, like you said, we were all tired in college, but Jordan decided to do something about it. You know, I think most of us sort of coast through the motions and settle for what's available. And uh, for a lot of kids, that looks like Red Bull and Starbucks and, and whatever other energy drinks their school store provides. And Jordan was a freshman in college. He was the starting point guard down at Philadelphia University and undersized fighting for his starting spot fighting to be uh, a leader on the team and and he didn't want to compromise you know he didn't want to to settle for what existed uh so he started brewing his own stuff because what it, what was available just frankly didn't work for him so he, he took organic coffee and he added protein to sort of supplement for his workouts he found himself a lot of times after practice he was having a coffee and a protein drink he was like this is silly let's let's mix them together mm -hmm. um so that was like a, a intuitive decision. I think anybody could put protein in coffee. Um, the more he experimented, the more he learned. He, he, he understood the benefits of healthy fats. So we use MCT oil, which is a, a medium chain fat from coconut oil. And it works with the caffeine as a carrier. So it gets into our blood uh, much more quickly. It's, it's more sustained energy, so it's less jittery. Uh, and it's creamy, so it tastes good. And the, the biggest thing that was slowing Jordan down was sugar, sugar and calories. So he totally removed the sugar. So by adding the protein, adding the MCT oil, we add this stuff called monk fruit. It's like an all-natural sweetener. So it still mm. makes it taste sweet and creamy. Uh, and he ended up with this very delicious product that gave him energy. And it worked so well for him that he called up me and our middle brother, Jake, and said, hey, guys, I'm, I'm dropping out of school. I'm giving up my basketball dream to, to share this coffee with the world because I think we're on to something. When he first called you, now, Jake got in first, right? And then you, you had, like, a, a big boy job, so to speak. Yeah. Because um, as the oldest, you were already out of college and into the world. Um, but a as those calls come in, like, what's the reaction? Is your little brother's like, hey, I'm going to drop out of school? Yeah, it, it was crazy because, like, uh, we don't come from entrepreneurship. Like, my dad was an engineer for the city. My mom worked at the YMCA. You know, it was, like, this very blue-collar upbringing. And we didn't know what a startup was. We didn't know what a pitch deck was. Like, we weren't – we were – I didn't know any of these things. 
Um, so it was it caught us by surprise. And, and, I mean, Jordan was a kid. He always had this, like, obsessive personality where he would – Jake and I would park our car and, and go left to go to high school, and, and Jordan would go right to the YMCA to shoot free throws. You know, like, he would just – he was so dedicated to whatever his mind was set on that once we saw his attention shift from basketball to entrepreneurship – we, our family had to like seriously consider this. Like, wow, there's no convincing him. Um, and <laughs> we're we're uh, all very competitive. Both of our parents were college athletes, so we uh, we quickly got behind him and figured out how to support him. And uh, when I got that call and said, he said, "Hey, Jim, as my oldest brother, I just want your blessing that I'm I'm going to drop out of school and, and go out and, and try and make something with this." Uh, I decided to to leave my job. I was working at a bank up here on Wall Street and uh, left left to join him. And three years later, here we are. So at what point did it feel real? Because, right, you go from, like, okay, we have this coffee, which we think is pretty good and, like, people would enjoy. But, you know, we've all had ideas that we share with our friends and whatever, and to turn that into a real business is a very – yeah, it's not just a very different step. Like, there's a lot of steps that have to happen in that. At what point did it feel like, okay, we're on to something, this feels real, and, and we're going forward and there's no turning back? Yeah, and I think for Jake and Jordan, that moment came a lot sooner than it did for me. Uh, because, like I said, it all started with taking action, right? Jordan decided to, to take action against a problem that he faced. Uh, but a lot of people, even once they do take action, they don't have the resilience or the persistence to, to see it through. So for the first six months, it was very frustrating. You know, like we didn't have a factory. We didn't have a, a distributor. We had to sell into stores by ourselves. We had to pour samples by ourselves, shock st- stock shelves. Nobody cared. Nobody wanted to help us. You know, it was like us sort of willing this thing into existence. Um, and then, as you know, we, uh, we went on Shark Tank. Uh, we, we filmed an episode of Shark Tank 18 months after we, we started the company. And at that point, we, we had good sales. Like, the, the, comp- the product was selling. Uh, but it, that was really, like, our debut, like, our coming out party. So I would say for me, 18 months into after starting the company, I, I was like, wow, this is something that's going to be bigger than just an idea in a dorm room. What, like, where do you start? Because there's a lot of logistics that go into these bottles, right? Like, you have to be able to produce the product in mass you have to because it's one thing to produce one one cup in your dorm room for you right. to even produce it for 10 friends nevertheless thousands of people at a time you have to find bottlers as you said distributors like as people who had no experience in this industry where did you go to start the logistical process of actually making this a sellable product on scale yeah so that that it all comes back to this idea of like there's one story that I love, and it really sums up how we got started, and it's it's how we got into Whole Foods. And before, once Jordan committed to, to dropping out of school, we said, "Look, we're going to do this big. We're going to go big, or, or we're not going to go at all. Uh, we want this to we want to share this coffee with everybody." So we uh, we go, go to Whole Foods right in Georgetown on, on Wisconsin Avenue. Jake was a senior at Georgetown at the time, so we started out of like Jake's college apartment. Uh, so we go. Jordan and I go to Whole Foods. Um, Jake's there too. We we buy a case of Honest Tea, like just a 12 pack of Honest Tea from the store. We bring it home. We dump out the bottles of Honest Tea. We f- blend up a, a couple batches of Super Coffee in Jordan's blender. Fill up the bottles of Honest Tea. We put our stickers. We went to like the the FedEx and we got Super Coffee stickers. We put our labels on them. And we went back to that same Whole Foods and we said, Hey guys, we're Super Coffee and you carry nothing like this. And the guy tried it, he looked at it, he looked at his shelf, he was like, this is great, I'll take eight cases. And just like that, we got into this Whole Foods local program, and huh. that's that's how we started, man. Like, it started with one store, right? And to your point about, like, manufacturing and distribution, a uh, manufacturer is not going to carry you, they're not going to make your products unless you have, like, a certain critical mass, right? Mm. And you can't have a critical mass without stores, 
but you can't have stores without a distributor, right? Like how do you get the product to stores? And a distributor is not gonna carry you unless you have stores. So for us, it was like almost impossible to get started. So we're like, screw this, we're gonna do it all on our own. We're gonna make the stuff, we're gonna get into one store, we're gonna become the best selling coffee in that store, and then we're gonna take those sales data and go to the next store and say, hey, let's look at what we just did down the street, let's do that here too. That's what we did for a full year. Um, we got into like 20 or 30 stores from DC to Baltimore. We were able to raise some money from some high net worth individuals down in DC. Uh, just pitched, pitched them on the dream and, and slowly scaled up to different manufacturers and distributors and retailers. Now, uh, now we get on over 5,000 accounts in, in the US. Uh, do you still have the original blender? Oh yeah, still got the blender. It's cracked, but we taped it up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I make protein shakes with it in the morning sometimes. That thing's gonna mm. retire in a museum someday. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that in in the future entrepreneurial museum of Super Coffee, yeah. PT Life Incorporated, uh, <laughs> that needs to be there. Um, the thing that to me is so interesting about you guys though is you become so much more than a coffee company. And in many ways, you were even at the start, like with Jordan's drive and the, the passion and the energy, like. In a lot of ways, you guys are an energy company. And we think of so many of the people that we talk to on this podcast, the gyms that they work at, like they, you know, and to me, it was put perfectly by David Alexander from DVC when he was on a year ago. He's like, look, yes, we train elite athletes. We're into biomechanics. We're trying to change the game. But like at the end of the day, like we're an energy business. Yeah. And I feel like you guys are that in a coffee company. How important was that atmosphere that you wanted to set up here? And as the company has grown, like what are some of the challenges? It's continuing to keep that energy as your scale and the people bring you're bringing into the company becomes so much bigger. Yeah, no, that's it's great, and and that's what we say. We we say we're a positive energy company. It says so on every label, every bottle, um, all of our packaging, and our whole our whole belief, our fundamental belief is if you change your energy, you can change your world, right? And what we want to do is empower our customers to choose positive energy. We want to be this this choice or this sort of beacon of positive energy. And it wouldn't make sense like if we started like a salad dressing salad dressing company or something like this. It wouldn't make sense for us because like we're these high energy guys. We're super competitive. We're driven, uh, and it only makes sense that we make super coffee and positive energy. And um, I think given our sort of like this is for Jake and Jordan. This was their first job ever, mm. and so we have no biases and in, into like what a company structure looks like or a corporate org chart or culture. We just created something that a place where we wanted to work with people we wanted to work with. So today we have a team of over 30 full-time people, most of which are former college athletes, and we bring it every day, man. It's like it feels like we're we're showing up to team organized workouts. You know, it feels like we're showing up to competitions. Like once a quarter, we'll get the entire company together and we'll we'll just throw down in New York City or DC or something like this. And it's super competitive. Like we're we're up against Starbucks, we're up against Dunkin'. There's so much camaraderie. We use Slack as like our company organization and, and communication channel, and like we're just constantly posting pictures of displays that we're building or or uh, other brands that we're like fighting up against and it's fun man it's like it, that type of positive energy is contagious and we're sh not only sharing it amongst ourselves internally but we're putting it out into the world with our customers too what it was the college athlete thing on purpose or did it just kind of happen that the kind of people that you attracted also happen to have the athletic competitive backgrounds yeah i, th I think both um because this industry is very simple, you know, like we're, we're selling coffee, our coffee has less sugar and, and calories than the other coffees. So like, there's like, and you can taste it, you can feel it, you can touch it. My, my point is, it's not like tech or finance where you need some sort of technical background. Uh, all it requires, it's like the playbook is simple, it just requires a lot of effort. And the people who sort of fit that mold perfectly are college athletes. Uh, so I don't know, I, I, I struggle with this sometimes, like, I don't know if this industry was made for athletes, 
or because we're athletes, we're, we're sort of making the industry work for us. The Train With The Best podcast is powered by Key to Life Incorporated. Yes, we still have to do this. I'm no longer sitting with Jimmy in New York. I'm back in Washington, D.C. now to record this advertisement. But we have a contract. I just saw these guys. I can't mess it up now. Plus, there's new and exciting news from Super Coffee that we're announcing later in this podcast. We have to be good partners. So even though this entire podcast is with Jimmy DeChico from Super Coffee, I was with Jordan and Jake like 24 hours ago from when I'm recording this advertisement. I was with the DeChico brothers. They still get their ad because, well, a deal's a deal. And... I freaking love Super Coffee. I hadn't actually had Super Coffee in a long time. I've been on the Super Creamer kick, and yesterday at the office, I had one. Jimmy sent me home with a couple other bottles, which I told him was kind of stupid because I just placed an order, and so I have 24 Super Coffees sitting downstairs in my kitchen. I'm going to finish recording this ad, put this podcast together, post it, and then I'm going to go drink one, and I'll get it on with my day because it's got great energy and all the stuff that we're talking about in this podcast. I'm just filled with positive energy. What can I say? The DeChicos are great, and they'll give you all this positive energy and the coffee at 25% off. Super Creamer 2 and the new product that we're going to share you with you in just a moment at drinksupercoffee.com. Use the code train with the best. Back to Jimmy on the pot. I would say, like, the one of the really interesting things from the first time I met you guys, uh, I guess it was really just you, like, you, me, uh, Chris and Marina, who now is doing a really cool project, speaking of athletes, with her podcast. Yep. Um, so go support Marina. What, I don't want to screw up the name. I know, I, all, just the Jocks, J-O-X, is in my mind. But J-O-X, We Are Jocks podcast, yeah. Marina so, Paul. So she's doing a great job with that, some really cool stuff. But uh, the four of us went for lunch, and then like as we're leaving, I think is when Chris told me, or asked Chris like how old you guys were, and then realized that you're the oldest brother. Yeah. And it kind of made me feel really unaccomplished in life <laughs> uh, because you guys are starting this amazing business and had it so well put together. But was there any point in the process with you guys all being so young where you're like, holy crap, we need some adults? Because I can't tell you how often I turn 29 next week and there are still times where I'm like, I need an adult around me because I'm not it. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely that sort of lonely feeling of isolation sometimes. Uh, but it's we've been very fortunate to surround ourselves with the right coaches and advisors. So uh-huh. from an early from like the company's early age, right in the beginning, um, on, dating back to Honest Tea, Honest Tea's headquarters was right in Bethesda, Maryland, so not far from where we got started. And we reached out to their CEO, a guy named Seth Goldman. He was super receptive and warm. I mean, Honest Tea sold to Coca-Cola for over a hundred million dollars a few years ago. So Seth is like the pinnacle of this industry. And we've reached out to guys like that for guidance. And I think given our age, it's uh, people are more willing to coach us and, and, yeah. and sort of provide that feedback. So we've certainly used that to our advantage. But yeah, there's days where it's lonely. I mean, Jake Jordan and I, we, we live together, we work together. And, and sometimes we sort of just look at each other like, are we doing the right things? You know, is this, yeah. is this the right, what's supposed to be happening? And I think you trust the process, you, uh, you work hard and, and everything else sort of plays out. On the flip side of that, what are the times where maybe conventional wisdom has been bucked because you guys, like, you maybe you're told something by someone who has quote unquote conventional wisdom and you're like, that's not really how I want to do that. Yeah. And, and it's worked or maybe hasn't. Yeah. That, no, that's happened. That, that's happened more often than not. And I yeah. think given 
the, the fact that we're so young, we do, like I said, we don't have biases. We don't understand. Like, had we known how difficult this industry was going to be, we wouldn't have gotten into it. Right. But given our sort of naive ignorance, it's like we're, we're approaching problems with new solutions that the, the industry hasn't really seen before. And we're building a team that is an effective team. Like, I think our team could go win a football game, you know, and just as well as go sell coffee. And, and that's because it's, it's a, a good group of human beings, a good group of individuals. Um, and, and that's really the barrier to entry that we're building. What are some of the, the things that you've taken from athletics directly? Like, um, one of the things, and this probably didn't come from athletics, but I don't know, maybe it did. Like, one of the things I thought was really cool as I sat in on one of your calls this morning was the fact that you guys have, like, a book club. And yeah. And you have a book report. So, like, team building type of things, culture building kind of things that, that you take from that athletic realm. Yeah. Um, the stuff uh, – the, the, camaraderie right like and it, it's fun stuff like trash talking each other and, and sort of driving each other to be competitive uh, but the biggest thing as athletes that that we've sort of embraced is like there's no shortcut to this you know there's no people want to start a company and be the next mark zuckerberg and, and cash out and become billionaires overnight with this idea there's, there's no way to do it without putting in the work and as athletes like we've known that all along so like there's no i mean we wake up early we work out like we like that that is just who we've always been coming up as as sort of like undersized athletes through high school and college and that that's like table stakes for for starting a company let's talk product you yeah. guys launched super creamer uh what eight nine months ago at this point not quite we launched super creamer in september of 2018 so about six okay. months ago yeah yeah so why what was the like was that always in the plan did you always want to expand beyond the coffee like when did that become a reality that that, that was something you guys wanted to do yeah no that i think the, the, the other cool thing about doing this is like we're we're pretty nimble and agile and we can yeah. respond quickly to um to to what the market's seeing so like part of the thing with creamer bottled coffee is a two and a half billion dollar industry and there's hundreds of players right duncan starbucks la colombe high brew all the, every brand you see in grocery stores Creamer is a $4 billion industry, and it's really only dominated by two major companies, which are Coffee Mate and International Delight. So it's a much bigger opportunity with less competition. Hasn't really been innovated. You know, there, ha there hasn't been much innovation in Creamer. It's usually just cream with ar artificial ingredients and sugar, you know, to, to dilute your coffee rather than enhance it. So for us, that was part of it. And then also um, this idea that, uh, like, people wanted to personalize things. You know, not mm -hmm. everybody wants a, a ready-to-drink bottled coffee, uh, whereas some people make their decaf at home or their tea at home or their, like, French press at home. And now you can add coffee, or now you can add super creamer that has protein and healthy fats. It's a, it's like a way for you to control the process, yeah. Yeah, and you can add it to smoothies, as has been discussed yeah. on this podcast. Uh, very, very good addition to your smoothies. And so now the, the super fun part of this podcast there's more new product coming announcement from key life incorporated this is the exclusive announcement coming coming live to the world first right here uh, so next week really the first week of march we are launching super espresso and it is a six ounce can 180 milligrams of caffeine three shots of organic espresso uh, straight out of Italy. My, my last name is DeChico. We come from we come from Italy, so we wanted to, to tie it back to the roots. Uh, but the idea is a, a, a six ounce shot that, that you can use whenever you, whenever you need it. Zero sugar. Uh, we add the protein. We add the MCT oil. Uh, it's going to go for two two dollars a can, and really that sort of energy solution that we all need when when we're just feeling a little down. 
and this will be available online and in stores wherever Super Coffee is sold? Yes, uh, drinksupercoffee.com and Amazon coming in March, and then it's starting to show up in grocery stores like Wegmans and Whole Foods. Now, I remember on Instagram seeing a bunch of stories of Jordan going around tasting all these different espressos. Like, what was the product development like for him, and, and what was like the most espresso he ever had in a day? Yeah, oh man, so that, Jordan drinks easily over a thousand milligrams of caffeine a day. And that's crazy. for context, that that's like 10 cups of coffee. Yeah. Um, and we, so my, our, our dad turned 50 last year and we went to, to Italy for, to celebrate his birthday. Uh, we spent a long weekend in, in the Dolomites, which are like the Italian Alps north of Venice. And everybody was drinking espresso at all times in the morning, after lunch, after dinner, it was just espresso. And it was, it's such a part of that culture. You know, it's such a, it's such an occasion that every, it's like a requirement to drink espresso. And for us, we're like, this makes so much sense. It's, it's small, it tastes good, gives you energy. Like, let's bring this back in a way that's mainstream and, and sort of practical for, for Americans. And uh, that, that was in July of 2018. We, uh, we started the, the sort of creation of the recipe and the labels last summer. And uh, we produced the first batch this February. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about that until I sat in on that call this morning. I'm like, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> we got we got more coming. So I'm excited for that. Um, we've loved being partners with you guys. I mean, it's just you're the kind of people that we want to be associated with because you're trying to do it the right way. Um, you guys have done it the right way. The energy stuff is obviously right up mm -hmm. our alley. Um, so, you know, wh while you're an energy company, keep making good coffee because it also does really – keep us going um i'm glad we finally got to do this podcast Me too. and uh excited to see what what our partnership and, and what you guys bring next yeah man we appreciate it thank you guys for for the partnership uh, we're gonna let's let's keep expanding let's keep spreading the good word uh, i think the, the world needs to see more about what you guys are doing behind the scenes what's happening behind the scenes and and uh let's let's spread the positive energy it's simple work hard and be nice to people yeah it's, it's simple enough uh so i think our next podcast will probably be from indianapolis at the combine so we will see everybody there i will have super coffee sent to my hotel room that's yes, what i did will. last year um and it worked out very well uh and perhaps who knows maybe we'll get some super espresso sent as well because those those are espresso kind of days the, the way i described them uh previously was those were two super coffee kind of days those are some long days in indy but they're a lot of fun uh and maybe we'll have some espresso to power on espresso kind of days i like that that's going to be a, a new caption a new slogan for us i like it yeah. uh so make sure you check it out uh, drinksupercoffee.com uh the code for us if you would like 25 percent off is train with the best jimmy DeChico. appreciate you man thank you Greg. let's go